<laughs> uh, didn't do the five second countdown, <laughs> so still, still giggling. Oh man, let me work out these giggles. <laughs> this is podcast Giggle. episode one hundred eight. Oh, visualist at gmail.com. Um, Instagram, uh, Patreon. We have the giggles. We have something special planned for episode 112. <laughs> that 112 intro is going to be hot. Stay tuned. It's going to blow your minds. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Let's try, try to focus here. Uh, trifling in NYC. I was going through my notes because. Usually something will happen during the week that um, that I'll be able to do a story on for trif- our tri- beloved trifling in NYC segment. Um, if I don't, then I have a series of notes that I can go to uh, as backup. But I, in looking through my notes this time, uh, they're not really good. I have my buddy's pop star friend. Now that one, believe it or not, that is about a pop star that or a wannabe pop star musician that a friend of mine is a friend of a friend and wanted to get signed to a label. Um, I used to work at a label and, but not in that department. And he, you know, he, I told him that and he didn't care and he had her meet me anyway. And she <laughs> came with, she came with her mom and I felt really bad because I told him it's not my department. I'll, I'll talk to her, but I can't really, really helped get her signed like it's very kind of iffy and she came anyway she was all dressed to the nines mm. uh, i guess i guess i am sort of doing a story all right this is me not doing this story <laughs> <laughs> and her mom was there and she did have one song that i that i did kind of like and she had this really well-produced music video surprisingly um but i couldn't really do anything for her unfortunately um i did try to say that nicely um and then I have something about Belgian fans. Like I, I occasionally will look through um, the stats on our listenership, and we randomly have a regular listener or, or listeners in Belgium. Really? Yeah, it's interesting too because I just over the summer I got into this TV show um, that uh, all like the it's a British show, and all the episodes are uploaded on YouTube. Um, and it's about this Belgian, um, detective. Uh, it's based on a series of Agatha Christie books. <clears throat> What's it called? Uh, it's called Poirot. Oh, um, he's got, he's got a mustache, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, there's like, there's a bunch of, there's probably like 60 episodes or something. They're all on YouTube and they're, they're good for just like, you know, one-off murder mystery. Um, episodes but that's my own that's our I, I don't i this is the first time i've talked about it so it's i don't know look we're international i mean national players from the himalayas talk about belgian frites kind of often oh <laughs> that's right. we got that free talk on, on deck we do. shit and you know what yeah that started over the summer i think, I think that might be when our belgian listeners okay well, I hope they're, in, they're enjoying the rest of our, our talk. We can't talk about Belgian Freed every week, much as I might like to. That I mean, they are really good. But I understand you have a more proper thing in NYC. 
Um, I I was trying to think if I if I actually did have a more proper one. I mean, it was not really. It's like normal normal stuff, like the city, like kind of getting back to normal. Like I saw some like mm. people peeing in the corners and whatnot, doing <laughs> doing that that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, but my my I guess my main trifling was like, um, so you and I both are big into LeBron James, right? This, that's yep. no, it's, it's no secret. We both like LeBron James. We're LeBron James fans. Right. We've been rooting for LeBron. Wait, the um, basketball player? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron James, that's the, bas- the basketball player. He's, he's currently playing for the Los Angeles Lakers. I really had no, um, I've never really been a fan of the Lakers. Um, really just more of a LeBron fan. And, you know, so as a LeBron fan, you and I both know this, sometimes we get into arguments with people who aren't LeBron fans, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, And and they bring up stuff like complains too much, flops, he cries all the time, all these things, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you and I have always battled against this sort of talk, this slander, LeBron slander. (laughs) (laughs) And... I find myself watching the conference finals. This is before the, the finals started. They were playing the Denver Nuggets. Now, if you haven't been following, the Denver Nuggets have been on, they were on quite a tear, right? They came back um, from 3-1 deficits. So in the NBA playoffs, it's a best of seven games. Right. Um, a team has to win four games and they move on to the next round. Now, the Nuggets and the, the two series leading up to the conference finals versus the Lakers were down 3-1. Um, three games to one, so they had to win three in a row. They did this twice. Very right? impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Very impressive. And there's some great individual performances by the team. So they've, like, I've sort of become a fan of theirs, right? They're just fun to watch. Right. So I'm, I was watching the conference finals, and they were playing the Lakers. And there's LeBron. Just to right? back up, the, this is the team, the Denver Nuggets, that has a player whose nickname is what honey bun or something is who who's honey bun what's his nickname jo- joker i think it's just joker people call Wait, him joker no he is well it's golden is it golden bear or honey bear really it's something with something with honey that came up this this playoffs any okay i'll look it up with honey go ahead honey related nicknames he has a honey related nickname yes <laughs> I, do, I do love honey who doesn't? <laughs> but anyway, so I'm watching and, you know, I'm not really cheering for the Lakers because, again, I'm not a Lakers fan, but I would like to see LeBron win another championship, right? Right. But then I'm kind of torn because I kind of want to see this Nuggets. I don't want to see this incredible run come to an end. So I'm watching, sort of neutral, but I guess, if anything, cheering for the Nuggets. And so then... And I start noticing things like I, I see LeBron do a couple flops. I was like, "Wait a second, he's, he's flopping." It's, I see him, see him making these these annoying faces. I see him talking to the refs after every call against him, after every non-call where he feels he got fouled. It's like this guy doesn't shut up. Like he's <laughs> he's complaining, he's flopping, and then I was like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> Who have I become? Am I? Am I now a LeBron hater? Am I? Oh, so no. then, it, it, 
And if it walks like a duck and talks like one. So then... Keeps his I, eye on LeBron like one. Yeah. And I was, I was like, no, 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 no. This cannot be. So then I've watched another game in the series. And I see he's getting every foul call. He's shooting a bunch of free throws. And then I hear um, the announcers mention that the Lakers made an official complaint <laughs> to the NBA for lack of fouls being called for LeBron. And so I, I don't yeah. remember the exact number. Like in the first two games, he had like, let's say like four, taking four free throws. And right. game three, my man took 14. This is after the, after the complaint was lodged to, 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 to the NBA. So now I'm like, what? What? So I'm like incredulous at hearing this and seeing what's happening. And I'm like, is this how people can hate LeBron? I guess this mm. is how like a LeBron hater is created. Like you, you see, <laughs> like yeah, it's, it's the laboratory. Yeah, and so then, like you know, I, I still now like that series is over, so I've moved on because I don't like the Miami Heat. So like, like I'm full in with LeBron again, but right, <laughs> right. I'm still noticing some of the same stuff. Like he's complaining, he complains to the refs so much, like it not not quite to Chris Paul level, but yeah. Like uh, now, now I see it. Now, like I guess I've, I was mm. just blinded by my <laughs> allegiance to LeBron. I didn't. My eyes weren't open. So now you have you have sympathy for the devil. Oh, <laughs> the, devil, the devil being people who LeBron haters in this case. <laughs> uh, you know, as as you've been saying this, yes, I can picture his complaining face. Um. You know, you you play basketball. Could some of it might be that he's like really big and built, and so refs in some ways don't call as many fouls because they figure that the bigger players can can take it, can take a little bit more jostling. Is that is that a thing? No, I definitely agree, and that that is true. I've seen that. Um. Yeah, I mean the flopping. I don't have as much of an issue with flopping. Because people who complain about flopping in, in the same breath will will pray, and I'm pick, I'm I am thinking of Jeff Van Gundy here because I really dislike his basketball commentary. Um, but they'll they'll be the same ones who are like, oh, you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta lay someone out, and they try to drive in the paint too often. You know, you gotta show them like advocating oh, okay. for fouling somebody, or just like you know working there, or maybe well, I doubt he's praising James Harden. Um, for his constantly drawing fouls, but it is part of the game. Uh, flopping is now penalized as well. So, uh, although I don't, I don't think I've heard of a like the, it was two years ago that they instituted uh, potential penalty penalties for flopping. Uh, and I think that season they did there were a number of calls. I don't think I think it's sort of tapered off. Yeah, it's not from what I can tell it's not called as much um like in the moment now, but they will right. go back and like find somebody after the game after they like oh, okay. flag flag certain events and then go back and look. Yeah, I mean you can't have it both ways. If if it's part of the game, then it's all part of the game. So, I don't mind that. And his his uh you know, unbelievable performances always overshadow that stuff in any case. So if you're choosing to, to fixate on these little things, 
you know, then I would argue you, you do just don't, you just don't like him and you're just looking for reasons because how do you counterbalance that with the Cavs coming back from a three, one deficit in the finals right. or any of the, you know, incredible games that he's had in this playoffs, any playoffs. So I, I agree. It's amazing. But now so don't, don't go over to that. <laughs> don't do, we need, don't we do need it. You. We need good, good advocates like you. <laughs> Uh, but let's, let's move on to a quick, uh, Lovecraft country recap. I still haven't been so caught, where did, gotten where caught did up. You stop? I, I haven't gotten past episode two. Still. Oh, okay. And I think you recapped in our last episode up through episodes five. Um, so I believe so. I didn't talk about the, like the one in. That was like the flash flashback episode in Korea. I believe, yeah. So I, I did look into some of the recaps, and I believe this one episode is a flashback to him in the Korean War. I'm assuming, yeah, in Korea, and then one I just saw an image of a spaceship that sort of has a design of their station wagon or something. Mm, maybe I missed that. I watched that. Ep- I believe I watched that episode this morning. Okay. So what's what's going on with the uh, um it's, with our, our crew? It's, I uh sorry, I'm a little tongue tied. It's hard to this is a difficult show to categorize, right? <laughs> um, the, it, there's just so much happening. It tries to go in so many different places. Um, so well, what's, that, what's the deal with the Korean War thing? Yeah, so this Korean War was it's. Well, it was like a standalone episode, right? But it's it had nothing to do with... It didn't move the story forward, in, not in my mind, but it did provide some nice background information, some nice context for things. And I think that character, the, the main woman, is going to come back soon at some point. because So they he has talked to her on the phone a couple times. So the flashback is him being in the career more, um, like meeting this woman, this nurse, falling in love with her, um, however, she's not actually a nurse. She is a forest spirit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew something was out of left field was coming. And she is like this like vengeful forest spirit. Um, and this woman had conjured her. Like it's it was complicated. Um, hmm. So she was basically like luring in men and killing them. And she was supposed to take a hundred souls. And then when she did it, took a hundred souls, then it was supposed to like heal this other woman and things would happen. But she stopped at 99. Like it was, <laughs> it was like, it was hard to explain. Right. Yeah, that's a tease. <laughs> yeah. So she was about to kill him. Right. Um, however, so as she's, um, yeah, those, those foreign spirits do tend to like nice round numbers that are multiples of ten. The base base ten uh, counting system. They, they are known for that in the spirit world. Oh man, yeah. So she had to get to one hundred. Um, but so he he would have been the one hundredth. But as she's doing this, and the the woman that conjured her is like, you've got to kill him. But she's sort of falling in love with him. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's the problem. So as she's about to kill him, like the, part of the uh, process is that like she sees the, his whole life, like the person's life, right? Um, but while she's doing that to him, he also um, 
as she sort of went into the future during his visions with him. And like she saw there was a vision of him dying, but not with her. So they both, they both saw it. And then like she stops and doesn't kill him. And then he's like, what the hell was that? She was crazy. You know, like he's freaking out because like they're supposed to have sex, but during sex, she kills you. Um, Mm. (laughs) Oh, those wily forest spirits. Um, And she tries to, she tried to explain who she was. Like he wasn't having it. And so then um, they leave. He goes back, but they're they're still connected. And I'm sure I'm probably leaving out some important things. I don't know. Listeners hmm. probably paying closer attention. But she's going to come back in because he – so he doesn't die there. But she has, like, a vision of his death, which was, like, sort of freaky. Like, he was all naked and, like, on this post. It was weird. Um, So that was that episode. And I know it's going to come back because – you know, he's been talking to her over the phone. Um, right. So I guess she never went back into being like the full forest spirit because maybe she didn't complete the f- the whole ritual of killing all the souls. I don't know. That part was a little confusing to me, to be honest. Um, And that was the whole episode. So nothing like truly moved forward. You just got more background right. information. Okay. Next and then... One. The one for this week was mainly focused on his uncle, who we know died in that second episode, right? You saw him die. Right. Yeah. yeah. So his wife, um, she does, she turned around and her and her daughter went to go, um, went back to that wreck, that, that, that burned down house, because they don't believe the story of that her husband died the way they said he died. And so she finds like um, that comic book that his daughter draws, she finds a page in the in the wreckage of the house and she's like oh i knew he was here i knew not to believe these guys right so she Wait, knows she doesn't believe what's the main character's name tick atticus yeah tick she doesn't believe tick. their story it was him the brother why didn't she believe them why would they why would they lie about his they uncle did dying? lie oh they didn't talk about what did they tell her? They just said that she he was killed by the sheriff, like shot oh, by, by okay. a racist sheriff, which like, you know, yeah, not out of the realm of possibility, but that's, right. you know, they didn't want to get into like. A little more plausible than like, well, this guy opened up a portal to the Garden of Eden and then <laughs> his building collapsed in on itself, maybe through the dimension, unclear, but then he died in a car. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was shot. So, oh, was he actually also shot? I, I guess I. Yeah, that was part there. of the that was part of the uh, plot to get them to come back. Okay, right. And it's like, oh, I'll shoot him, and then you guys have to come back. But then he ended up dying anyway. Right. Um. So she never believed, and they had the map still. So they went back and started searching. Um. And then she um the man. What's it called? The uh, the uh, off. Offrey? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's like one of those models of the solar system that that's like has like the different branches, you know. And oh, okay. So like you, on the we, we do have confirmation on what those things are called. The 3D model of the solar system. Yeah, and or orrery, 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 <laughs> orrery. <How>? Oh, <laughs> Woo, orrery. I think. How is it? 
How is it spelled? O O R R E R Y. Orrery. Yeah. Yeah, that's like that joke from Thirty Rock about the show called The Rural Juror. <laughs> the Rouge. The, the Rural Juror. It the is kind of hard. Rural. Man, now I sound like I just can't talk. The Rural Juror. The, the okay, Rural well, any, Juror. Anyway, so what anyway, happened? So, yeah, so Hippolyta, she's still got this thing, right? Um, So she went on on that journey. And now she came back. She's like, I know he was there. I know they were all there. And she has the orrery, but she can't figure out how to make it work. It's not activating. Um, what is the orrery supposed to do? Um, it is That one is supposed to provide, like, the loc- – you, you know what? I don't fully remember. But that one was supposed to provide, like, the location to something. And I know okay. that Christina was looking for it. Um and they were kind of looking for it, but not really, because they were looking for the pages and for the whole book of names. Um, but Christina was looking for the orrery because this was going to lead her to the pages. <laughs> okay. So then, well, how, did, how did it end? Or what? Um, did anyone die? No, there was like some like space time travel. Oh yeah, two police officers died. Sorry. Hmm. Hippolyta shot one police officer and then um, they threw another one. So the orrery opened up and and it showed these coordinates and a key. So she takes the key, goes to the coordinates, and it's like this observatory. And, you know, it's part of the orders. It's one of their places. So she puts it in, activates it, boom, boom, boom. However, Letty, who was also at Hippolyta's house, because her and her sister were watching her daughter while Hippolyta went on this on this trip. Um, she finds the orrery and sees that it was activated and it's open. And she calls Tick, who happened to be in uh, St. Louis, because he was following another lead. Um, and he gets the coordinates from her, from Letty. And so he goes there as well. So he comes in. Like as the police are confronting her while she's in the place trying to get the machine to activate, and while they're fighting, it activates and it creates like some fucking tear in the universe and like space time. <laughs> one of the cops gets thrown in. They they're struggling with the other one. They get too close. Like she shoots him, and then she's too close to the tear, and she gets sucked in. And Tick gets sucked in. But we only follow Hippolyta on this journey through like space time and it's freaky and it's pretty cool but uh i i can't even describe it right like yeah but you should watch it man it's cool it's a great it's a good show a lot of moving pieces oh so many moving pieces yeah um so they leave it and she 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 says she wants to go home eventually to like this being that she's been communicating with but it doesn't show her going back home but I'm pretty sure she does because she wants to take care of her daughter. Tick comes back through they didn't show Tick's journey but they did show that the police were showing up so Tick comes back through and he runs but she still, she had, so her daughter D makes the, the comics and she had that comic with her when she was fighting the police and it fell on the ground um, during the scuffle and I guess they didn't notice it so they like zoomed in on that as blood was like covering it sort of 
And it's like, oh, man. <laughs> and so in next week's episode, we see the police coming to look, coming to find them because like that's their lead. You know, they've got the daughter's name. So now they're coming after this little girl. Uh, okay. Wow. Even more moving pieces. Yeah. It's good, though. you got to watch it, man. Right. Get back in. Maybe I'll... Uh... I'll just wait till all the episodes have aired, and then I can binge it. Or you know something. what? Let me one see. of those. Yeah, I know you. Would, you like some shit like that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, me, I don't. I don't me. like to have to wait if I, if there's these cliffhangers because they are good about the cliffhangers at the end of the episodes. From what I saw, uh, I don't know how many are in this season. We could probably look it up. I guess there's probably there's probably ten. It seems to be the the trend these days. Um, cool. All right. Uh, oh, spoiler alert for Lovecraft Country episodes. Oh my gosh. Six and seven. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. And it's, speaking of spoiler alerts, we can move on to, uh, our main segment for the episode. Uh, there will be spoilers involved for one movie. Only one movie this time, but we are. I know I promised that last episode would be the last time for a while that we do our new new hit segment. It's entitled, What Do You Think Happened? Hmm? What do you think? What's up, Chuck? Man, that voice gets me every time. What's up, little gab, about what do you think happened? It's What Do You Think Happened? Uh, it's where we discuss, one of us has seen a movie, one of us hasn't. And the person who is not needs to try to guess uh, the overall beats of the plot, what they what they ha- what they think happened, and then uh, we'll do a review at the end just to just to see how well the person guessed. Now, this this movie we're going to do is one that you brought up, yeah, earlier this year, um, and then I was I was stunned just by the title. Um, (laughs) so was i uh and you mentioned it and it's been sort of sort of circling around my head uh much like maybe the the planet models in an orrery uh circle around the sun uh since then and and i finally got around to watching it for this segment and i will say the title of the movie that i'm discussing in one moment uh uh (laughs) The movie's called the the Velocip it's called the Velocipaster. Oh, it's called the Velocipaster. It's the Velocipaster. And that's one of the most it's it's already mm. disrespectful. It's disrespecting movies that start with the word the, like the Godfather. It's disrespecting that. This is one of the most I mean, trifling doesn't even begin to to describe the, the filmmaking process, the finished product. Um, the acting, the cinematography. I try to think like the closest comparison I could come to for a bad movie. Uh, will, will is get kill a season. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna oh, reference that. Oh man, I was gonna say it, but I was like, you might get mad if I said that. Oh no no, kill a season. This I will say this movie is probably. It's probably better than kill a season. Just, just structurally, um, <laughs> and uh, and you know, plot-wise, yeah. I, I, but it's close. I gotta say, and I'm even hesitating to say it's better than Killer Season. Mm. But anyway, 
I did. I did mm. make it my mission this week to actually sit down and watch this movie. Can I uh, ask you uh, how many times you had to start and stop this movie? So that's a fair question. Uh, I watched for the first thirty minutes, uh, and it's only seventy minutes. I should say it's an hour and ten minutes. Um, and I, I gotta say, never have I seen a movie where so much of it is so clearly just padding. Just, just padding out the time through longer, longer takes than you'd expect. Not, not cutting where you'd expect, just to fill up, just to get up to <laughs> over seventy minutes, which I guess is some sort of barrier to to actually having it considered to be a movie, some sort of Mendoza line Damn. for for legitimacy. Um, Killer Season had no problem doing that. There, that I mean, that movie is like two hours and forty five minutes. <laughs> It's also dis- oh, also man. disrespecting The Godfather, which I think is roughly that long as well. <laughs> but yeah, so I stopped. I I did the first first thirty minutes, then I put it aside for like two nights, and then last night I realized that I got to finish it, and that that kind of put me in a sour mood, <laughs> knowing I was going to have to go back. And so put you in a sour mood. So I managed to do another twenty minutes, and then I had to put it aside again. And then I finished the last, I guess, twenty minutes uh, this morning, right before we started recording. So while you were watching Lovecraft Country, I was suffering through <sighs> this movie. Oh, man, but anyway, I want this. Let's let's get to the main meat of the segment this will be you guessing the plot points and while you do that i do have i have an addition to this segment where i've come up with three questions that i that you you can do your overall plot summary but i do want you to hit these three things that i want you to make some definitive choices on okay these three things are um one how does he get the power this is just by the way this and and this is another and uh, sorry I'm gonna go back into I'm going back in. <laughs> this movie's called Velocipaster, okay? It's a combination, and I I was reading up on it as well. Apparently, his he says this is what he says he was trying to type the word Velociraptor in his phone, and autocorrect changed it into uh, Velocipaster. This that is the make, creator. This is the sorry yes this is the creator. That's uh, bullshit. His name's Benjamin or Brandon. Let me try to get this right. Um, his name is Brendan Steer, and so yes, it, apparently, uh, he was he was trying to. Let me just read this. Uh, and, oh, and he's, he apparently he went to SVA in Manhattan, hmm. and he says uh, he came. He thought of the idea after his phone autocorrected Velociraptor to Velocipaster. But but the Velocipaster is two words, the first word being Velosa, which isn't a word. V-E-L-O-C-I is not a word on its own. So it's odd that, yes, I'm dubious about this claim because autocorrect usually will pick, you know, actual words that are close to what you're trying to type, unless you mistakenly used Velasa in this case numerous times and uh, enough times so that it thinks that you think that's a word <laughs> so I don't know right right and I just I just tried it I just tried 
typing Velociraptor, uh-huh. and it was and perfectly fine. It it autofills Velociraptor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> iPhone's autocorrect knows about the word Velociraptor. You're not going to sort of conf- you're not going to confuse the the AI. All right, whatever. And I tried to type Velocipaster, and it keeps trying to switch it to Velociraptor. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I've typed it now so many times because I was I'm on this group chat uh, with uh, with some college friends where I was talking about it and complaining about it, and I had to type it so many times that that now my iPhone thinks that I think that's a word that Velocipaster is a word. Anyway. Mm. Mm. There's two problems right off the bat, and then I swear we'll get into the the meat of the segment. <laughs> First of all, the costume that they have is a fucking T Rex costume. It's not a Velociraptor oh, costume, man. and you only see the head for the first time. It's so clearly a fucking T Rex head. Secondly, <laughs> the guy's a priest. The main guy's a priest. He's not a, a pastor. pastor. He's a pastor. No. He's a fucking priest. I'm sorry for swearing. Wait, he's not a pastor? A pastor is different from a priest. A pastor is a Protestant uh, person who re- leads a service. A priest is a Catholic. Right, but it's called Velocipastor, so he's yeah, obviously a pastor. Well, here's the thing. I don't know <laughs> if maybe he didn't think of the, the term, you know, priest Tyrannosaurus rex or Tyrannosaurus <laughs> priest. <laughs> But I thought of that pretty quickly <laughs> as I was grumbling to myself about the fact that there's not a fucking Velociraptor or a pastor in this movie at all. There is a T-Rex oh, and a priest. Man. Okay. So I just had to get that off my chest. All right. So anyway, the, as you do, I'm going to let you do, I'm going to let you do your summary, but I do want you to hit these three questions while you do it. <laughs> First one, how does he get this fucking Fakakta power? Two. Yeah. Who are the bad guys and what's their mission? Three, how does he get, there is a love interest. How does he get together with the love interest? Okay. So just I keep mean, those. Yeah. He sh- so try to answer that. problematic those. if he's a priest. Well, okay. Maybe that, that'll be part of your summary. So I'm going to let you go. So go. I'm not going to interrupt. Really, okay. Take notes on your. So. Remember, so I, I have his, seen this preview. However, it yes. was like March or April. Okay. Um, and I do remember the preview um, not being very clear about anything. That's um, So I'm going to say, how did he get his power? It's obviously inherited. Similar to werewolf gene, there is a... Well, uh, well would they all have to be pastors? That doesn't make sense. Wait a sec. <laughs> Okay, I'm just gonna say it's inherited this like uh, mutation within him. So that's like it's passed down. Let's say through his mother's side, right? So sure. uh, every uh, every firstborn on his mother's side has this uh, ability. Um, now this is another problem that I had when I saw the preview. I remember just being confused and not understanding why there would even be enemies. Um, enemies would maybe be, I guess, like an evil scientist, again, wanting to experiment and use it for, like, weaponize him, maybe? Weaponize? And isolate mm. the, the, the human velociraptor hybrid gene, and then they can mm-hmm. turn these, make 
dinosaur human super soldiers, um, which mm-hmm. would be unstoppable. They would be unstoppable, hmm. right? I mean, I don't know. This is another like when I know when werewolves are in are in werewolf form, they don't necessarily have the same um, amount of intelligence that they are when they are in human form. So mm-hmm. when he transforms into this velociraptor, does he just like? turn into like a velociraptor brain and not like human brain anymore. It doesn't have that same like cognitive function. Hmm. I don't know. This is a question perhaps hopefully you can answer. Um, well, just uh, take, come, come down on one side, make, make a choice. No, I'm going to say no, he doesn't because okay. I'm just following werewolf logic here. Um, and wait, what was, so that's the bad guy. That's where it comes from. What was the third uh, lo- uh, how does he meet the love interest? That shit's unbelievable. He obviously, well, actually, no, it's pretty easy. He obviously saves her life as a, uh, she's a troubled young woman. Um, she was running from some bad dudes and the pastor happened to be there and he saw this happening and he transformed into Velocipastor, destroyed them. And then, um, then she fell in love with him. But then he's he's conflicted because he's also a priest or past priest priest. Mm-hmm. He's like I'm not supposed to you know be in any relationships. I have to be celibate. I am you know the Lord is my focus. So he doesn't want to. But but when he's in Velociraptor mind, when he changes, then like his primal urges take control because <laughs> then he has Velociraptor mind. And so mm. he loses his self-control that he has when he's priest form. And so they do have like, you know, interspecies sex, which is huh. probably very complicated. Um, but the woman loves it. And now she's learning to love him as a raptor and as a priest. Okay. Whew. And then if you do, just do an overall <laughs> plot summary. He those dies are the, spe- in the, those end. the specifics. Just do, no, take me through from the beginning to the, and just uh, just in that's a quick the, maybe the like I have no idea where this stupid movie could even go. So he's just being like regular pastor. Let's say they're somewhere in um, Nebraska, right? So he's just like pastor in Nebraska, doing his pastor thing. We you know we see him being a pastor, but then like we also see him transform. Um, like uh, one dark and stormy night, like all of a sudden he's like, rah, rah. and then he wakes up. He wakes up the next morning, and there's like human remains in his priest room, and he's like, "What have I done?" He's like, "Oh, the the Velociraptor took over last night," and then so he's got this internal struggle. Who you know? Who is he? Is he the priest, the pastor, or is he the Velociraptor? Who does he want to be? Who's the real? Um, Paul, we'll say, is his name. Hmm, Uh, (laughs) So then he sees her and he's like, oh man, I can't can't take these dudes by myself. I got to use Velociraptor. He can handle this. So transforms into Velociraptor, saves her life. And then, you know, as, as it goes on, this is where he's even more conflicted because then he has feelings for her, but he knows that he's not supposed to because of, you know, his chosen life path. Um, but, you know, and then he's got to, he's trying to defend her. Well, no, he wouldn't have to defend her, but she's just like hanging around. She, she had no, um, what real direction she in her what, life. What's her background? Just a little bit. 
she um you know she's uh, she's on the run um mm. that's why those guys were chasing her she used to be um a mafioso's mistress and she saw something she shouldn't have seen and she ran away she saw murder and now okay. she took she took a suitcase full of money and ran and so that, that those were like some some mafioso goons that were after her um who he killed in in velociraptor form okay and um, then what about and- the big big bad bear <laughs> sorry big bad guy <laughs> God, just thinking about this movie. At some point, he gets captured, and they start to experiment on him a little bit. But then she breaks breaks him out, right? He gets captured by the scientist who was trying to weaponize. Yeah, yeah, the scientist, the scientist who tried to weaponize him, and she breaks him out. And the scientists, in this short time, they've created a serum that might do it themselves. So then they he injects it into one of his best soldiers. And he's like, go get him. Bring his ass back here. We need to find a secret. And so then there's is Velociraptor versus Velociraptor battle at the end. And the Velocipastor Paul destroys the, the military version. Okay. And, and then what's it. what's the hook at the very end? What's does he get the girl or, or do they run off or what? Um no, they're just like he uh, I don't know how he can really transfer his power, but somehow no, they can't. Yeah, they, he, uh, yeah, they fall in love and they're together forever. And they have a child, um, Ooh. who who also has the Velociraptor gene, firstborn. You know. Okay, I thought you said it was is carried from his the mother's side, though. Well, from his mother's side. Right, but that would mean that this child's know. mother would have to. <laughs> have to have the gene so it wouldn't be a... well maybe uh... <laughs> I mean unless they had a look at you pointing out plot holes <laughs> uh... <laughs> no I just want to get this straight so okay so the, but so, somehow the kid is I mean maybe he transfers the power to I don't know I shouldn't be doing yours this is your thing so sorry the kid's got it somehow kids got it somehow okay cool yeah yeah all right <laughs> well that that's not great, um, <laughs> as far as the summary. But you shouldn't expect it to be because this movie makes almost no sense. Uh, I will say, surprisingly, you were you were almost totally right about stuff related to the love interest. Really? Yeah. So when you're like, uh, you said that he saves her life as a raptor when she's yeah. on the run from some bad guys. Yeah, that's basically what happened. Uh, it was just one bad guy who was um who was she's in a forest and there's this guy oh, who tries tries to mug her and he, <laughs> he does forest muggish yeah and you weren't even that far off on on the name of the dude it's Doug but you said Paul I mean that's it's a sort of similar range of names I guess four letters you know sort of standard American name um but he does save her as the raptor. And then also you said he was on the she's on the run from some mafiosa. That's sort of right too. Because she she's actually a prostitute and oh. she, she is on the run from her pimp. Oh, whoa. What? So, uh, well, sort of. She okay, actually okay, sorry. Actually she's not really on the run. She doesn't like him. And the Velocipastor does actually kill her pimp later. 
um, and she's happy about it. So she doesn't like the pimp. So in a way, she's on the run. But she's in the forest because that's where she she was assigned to go uh, hooking that night, that particular night. What? <laughs> I mean, look. That's I'm why do- she doesn't make any money because she's assigned. She got a terrible territory. <laughs> I mean, look. I'm going to do a basic. I'll do a basic rundown of the plot because I did take this a lot of notes. Ridiculous. I took a lot of notes, and and so yeah. And there's randomly a guy out in the woods, and he tries to mug her, and the velocipaster does show up, um, and and kills the guy, and then they. Then, then they wake up in bed together the next morning. So you, you were right that it's unclear if there was interspecies sex <laughs> there, as, as you as you put it. Um, but uh, they and they actually don't have sex that that particular time. Um, but they do later. Oh, but they do have sex. They do later, but just as as humans. Oh, uh, oh yeah, okay. just that boring human to human sex. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you said, you said that uh, I'll just go tell you. I'll just go through your your points, and then I'll get into like more of a overall breakdown of the movie, and then we can just f- try to forget that this ever happened, that we ever talked about it. Um, but you said that he inherited the mutation uh, from from his mother's side specifically. That's not true. He the way he gets <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> survey says that was a lie uh no so he's in he's in china he has a cre- okay actually i'll just sort of do a walkthrough so in the beginning he he's a, he is a priest not a pastor mm. and he he's as he's leaving the church one morning uh, after service he sees his parents uh who are waiting for him outside of a, uh, their car and they're waving at him and then the car explodes and kills them. Uh, but instead of actually okay. showing the explosion, <laughs> there's a text on the screen that says VFX of a car exploding. Oh my like gosh. it literally says in type oh on the screen, it cut, like cuts to a noise of an explosion. And then the words, and then it, it, it swaps out the parents in the car. <laughs> that groan, yeah. So he has a crisis of faith after that, and he goes to China because he he has this mentor figure. This is his other priest at his at his church, and he just recommends that he goes to China. It's unclear why. Also, okay. <laughs> also, this uh, there's this then this we're we're taken to this segment where he's in China, which is clearly also clearly they only had two locations that they could use. Apparently, like one was a set that had like a bedroom and like what looks to be part of like a, a church, maybe an office in a church or just an office. So they had those two that they used a lot. And then they had this forest um, that they used. Oh, and this was shot in New York, by the way. Um, it's clear from the, there's a scene where the prostitute meets her pimp uh, that, that very clearly New York. And so I'm guessing that this forest was like out of somewhere upstate. They just went to a park. And they started shooting. Uh, so this forest doubles at, as China doubles at a lot as a, doubles and triples and quadruples as a lot of different places. But initially, it's China. <laughs> and he is he is set upon by some ninjas, 
Oh my. And I believe these are ninjas, which, you know, clearly a Japanese, traditionally Japanese, uh, you know, thing, martial art. But no, this is very clearly in China. And this, this is where the start of the, the racism happens in this movie. <laughs> that, that's, that was a key that there's going to be some, some uh, anti-Asian racism. Uh, and so he's, he's set upon... He's, he's beset by these uh, ninjas. He falls backwards and scrapes himself on this branch that somehow, and then, or sorry, no, he scrapes his hand on a branch. The, the palm of his hand is scraped, and then it cuts to him opening the palm of his hand, and there's this big claw, like a dinosaur claw, like a fossilized raptor claw. This sort of looked like a raptor claw, so I'll give him that. Mm, okay. And it's scratched, and so the fossilized raptor claw scratched him and cut into his hand, and that's how he got okay. the power. It's unclear why this claw was on the branch. All right. Right, so he turns into it there and defends himself? No, no, no. He That's where oh. he gets it. Uh, he just runs away at that point. Oh, okay. And then... <laughs> he just it, runs. And then, right. it, oh, and then it cuts to him back in, in the U.S. at his church, and he's just like, well, China didn't work out. And then his, he's saying this to his mentor uh, priest. And then the mentor priest says, and this is a quote, says, what did that Chinese say? Oh my gosh. What Not did China, that? Yeah, it's like meaning, what did those Chinese people say to you while you were over there? But that came out as, what did that, what did that Chinese say? Mm. And then the Doug says something about a dragon warrior. Which they did. They, they, these ninjas were, were talking about some sort of dragon power, which I guess is meant to be like, you know, it's an ancient curse, I guess, that, that turns people into this raptor. You know, the Chinese, you know, stereotypically are associated with dragons. And so they viewed it as a dragon. You know, Western science would, would have it placed more as a velociraptor, you know, ostensibly. Actually, a T Rex, of course. Oh, but, man, okay. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so he said, "What did that Chinese say?" He said something about a dragon warrior, and then the mentor's response is, "Oh, how Eastern." Okay. Oh man. So yeah, oh, so God. that was. I mean, luckily, thankfully, that was sort of the extent of the racism. Is is just this one segment um, that was very unfortunate. Um. And so, so there's that. Um, as far as the villain and the evil plan, you said there's a scientist that we're going to try to weaponize this. That would have been oh, really right, cool. Right. That would have been great. But no, it's way dumber than that. Um, <laughs> it's this. What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. See, you were actually trying to like work in like this into like a normal movie format. But what you didn't consider is that this is the most ridiculous, idiotic. And here's the thing, too. <laughs> so this movie does know that it's bad. It does know that it's a bad movie. And they're trying, but they're trying to go for good bad, sort of in the vein of like a black dynamite, you know? Okay. Which is which is a great, excellent satire, very funny, really knows what it's doing. And does hits all the beats in the notes of you know to parody black exploitation uh, really well, 
this is like it, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised that he's just like an autocorrect mistake. Uh, let's just do a movie or just, or, or like I have this T-Rex mask and I have a pun in my head. So let's now make a movie. <laughs> That's all we need. Right. We got this. Oh man. It's tough to get up to 70 minutes. Okay. Well just scream for a little bit longer when in this, in this take, I know you want to scream because some because your family died. So I know you want to scream for five seconds. Scream for thirty seconds straight. There's a lot of screaming in this movie, which really annoyed me because I they didn't mix the the audio levels right. So I had to constantly like lower the volume and then raise it during the dialogue scenes. Oh man, yeah, I would have never been able to make it through. So they're they're trying to to hit a note of of good bad movie, but they don't even do that properly. Because it it's it's too smir- it's smirking it's too smirky like it it thinks mm. like it thinks that it's got the good bad movie down like yeah the, people are gonna be like oh oh this is they're hilarious gonna love this they're gonna love this it's so retro and like oh and we're in on the joke too so that means but no you're not quite in on the joke there's a little bit more nuance to it that you, that you didn't hit and I I am sorry I I am sorry I don't mean to critique this guy too much because he got his movie made which is a really hard is a hard thing to do even for a movie like this so he deserves some credit for that but okay um yeah it's too smirky and winky you know it's like winking at at the you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> um and like with and checking back the killer season the killer season plays it almost totally straight like Cam Cameron thinking that he he made this great hood drama epic in the vein of like the Godfather. Yeah, that's true. Um, I do think it's, it seems like they're really really <laughs> believing in it. Yeah, like this one doesn't even seem like they're believing in it. And I have to say, like the the I there were two times that I laughed that where I like okay they it was went supposed for, to be funny. Yes, they went okay. for a joke, and I and the joke. I, I was I appreciated the joke and the the VX, VFX car explosion part <laughs> was one of them <laughs> because it's also in this like sort of stylized font of like like um if you like an old wanted poster from like the old west like that sort of hmm. font so it's stylized in that way and then at the very end I'm gonna jump ahead because the, there's this other part where I laughed there's um the segment where he um he's his girl is injured the the love interest and he goes to the hospital and the doctor said that we were able to save her and he goes in to see her and uh she says i'm fine and then he says you're fine and then she pulls him close and whispers into his ear i'm fine and then over the screen there's this text that just says she's fine in the same sort of stylized font and like that was funny and if they had just uh, like leaned more into that like with the font i mean if i mean if it's just like font like uh narrative overdubs or like emphasizing the cheapness of it more like more than that or just like weird playing with that like that was fun and if they had leaned into that a lot more this would have been actually you know, marginally, marginally better and watchable and maybe even rewatchable. But maybe as it stands, like it's just those, those two bookends that are, that I, I thought were funny and everything in the middle is just, it's smirky, 
look how look how clever we are for doing this so terribly. But it's mm. too terrible. Mm. <sighs> God, this, all right. it's too terrible. <laughs> so one thing. You, oh, sorry. So getting back to what do you think happened? Uh, oh yeah, wait, review. wait. Who? So who are the bads? Okay, shit, I got off on that tangent. I didn't even get to that. So the bads, it is that that ninja gang from China. Oh my gosh. They make it to the US. (laughs) Why, though? Okay, well, I'll tell you why. So their big plan is to invent... they, they, They start making this batch of cocaine that is somehow infused... They call it spider cocaine. And it's four, they say it's four times more addictive than regular cocaine. And their plan is to get everyone hooked on this. Everyone. Like in, in, in the United States? Yeah. Yes, in the United States and then the world. Oh. Oh. Wow. And the reasoning there is that people, they'll get them addicted and then they'll quickly, after, after they're super addicted, they'll take all the supply away. Completely take it away. Uh-huh. And then people will be so despondent that they can't get their fix that they will turn to the church. Oh, sorry. These ninjas are also Christians. They're very devoted Christians. So the people will turn to the church for these, for um, salvation from their addiction issues. And then that'll, then they'll become Christians. And then everyone in the world will become Christian. Holy and that's it. shit. <laughs> that's literally their game plan. That is. <laughs> um, I can hear you struggling with that. That's so terrible. That is, that's a ridiculous plan. I mean, yeah, it's not. And it seems. And they are his adversaries. And these ninjas do. There's a couple scenes of like where they try but, to. Sneak. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. That's fine. But why. Why are they fixated on him? Uh, they know that he has the the dragon, uh, sorry, the well dragon slash raptor curse, and they just want to eliminate him because they think he's going to be a threat to them because he's, he's the only so, one that can stop them. Yeah, yes, he's so powerful. Exactly. Yes, makes sense. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so they do try to get him, and the few few times, the first couple, actually, the first time he they they show up in his bedroom. Uh, and why are they in his bedroom? Well, they he's asleep, and they okay, they okay. try to get him while he's asleep, and uh, he he's with he's with the love interest, and I I am I do apologize, I'm blanking on her her character's name, but um she she's there too, and they're able to fight them off in that part, and and this is actually towards I am jumping around, so I apologize, but. There's no need to to go in any sort of semblance of order because the the movie doesn't respect the audience enough to to go in any to make any kind of sense. So I'm not going to respect the movie enough to go in order. So this is towards the end of the movie, and this part's great because he's in. They're both in their underwear um, because they they this is this is after they've hooked up and it's like the morning after. Um, It's good the ninjas wait until morning to to get them. Uh, so they're element, all, element of surprise early yeah. in the morning. So they jump in through the window. They attack him. They're able to beat the Doug and, and the girl are able to beat them up. 
And then it cuts to Doug holding some rosaries and like knowing like he has to go on this last mission to, he has to finally take them out. He has to take them out. And then in the voiceover that clearly they just put in, and this is, this is another fucked up thing. They put in a voiceover saying, it's like, thank God that one ninja told me where his hideout is before he died. <laughs> now they put that in because in the next scene, Doug and the girl just show up at the head, like the the camp again. The use ninja of the fo- hideout, the ninja hideout, which is in the forest again, the same forest oh, now tripling as a, forest as okay. just some other place nearby. Uh, yeah, and so because they just show up, so it cuts from the bedroom to the forest, the, the ninja hideout. And so I guess they felt that they the audience would be too confused as to why they're able to just know where they are. So they have to add that voiceover of, yeah, thank God that ninja told yeah, us where his hideout yeah. was before he died. Okay. Something that a ninja definitely would do, right? Uh, before I go, I know I was just trying to kill you, but before I go, uh, I'm so <laughs> oh, pissed. Man. I'm so pissed at my ninja you know, supervisors that I want you to take them out. So here's where they are. You take you take 95 up north, but but you're gonna want to connect. Uh, oh, I'm blanking on the highway, but it's the one that goes up to Montreal. So you got you're going upstate. You have a car, right? You should be writing this down. Oh, shit. oh, I'm this, dead. This is. Oh, oh, sorry. How did you even make it through? This is amazing. <laughs> well, it took yeah, it took deserve like an award for this. I think it's just because I said I was gonna do it for for this episode, and then I had I had to do it. This was our segment <laughs> for the episode. I had to. I didn't, and I said that before I I started watching it, and I might had I started before I might have changed it, but but here's the best part of this scene. So after, so they beat up the ninjas in the bedroom. She, she takes off. He has this moment. Cue voiceover, and then there's this like this like like scene of where he's gearing up right this like slow-mo gear up put on those tough gear oh okay right and one of the things he puts on is this like old school biker jacket like black biker leather jacket that actually looked pretty cool yeah right and like you know cool quality leather jacket this leather jacket might have been the most quality the only quality thing about this movie it was really cool right cut to them showing up at the ninja hideout, and he's wearing a completely different black leather jacket. Oh my god! In fact, and it's a cheap, and I know why. It's a cheap ass black leather jacket that looked like it's fucking made out of uh, wrapping paper or something. And <laughs> the reason why is because there's a scene with a lot of blood. Because the ninjas have swords. He now ha- oh he now has a pair of nunchucks too. Came oh out of nowhere. Gosh. He's got oh these nunchucks. Gosh. He loses the nunchucks pretty quickly in the fight, but he's able to grab one of their swords. It's cut it off. But in, the point is, there's a lot of fake blood that he gets all over his outfit, all over his right. face. And so they don't want to, I know that they just didn't want to spray this, you know, again, quality leather jacket with a bunch of fake blood so that they, he's like, okay. That makes sense. No one will notice. Just cut it. Yeah. Just put on this, you know, paper jacket. <laughs> on this paper jacket instead. No one will notice the difference because the the kung fu will be so you know raid Ongbok-esque that uh, because the, the kung fu will be so powerful it will distract everyone. Distract everyone with the fight choreography. 
Oh okay, man. Okay, so that's so that's that's to the point of that okay. So now we settled what the villain's main plan is. Now one thing you did mention which which was accurate as well is you used werewolf logic for the question of does he have his human brain while he's in raptor form or does he have raptor crazy animal brain? And you were right that he does have crazy raptor animal brain. Okay. Except with one exception. There are times when he turns into the full raptor and it isn't until the very end fight where he goes full raptor and of course <laughs> they show him in this costume and I'll use it as the as the pick on the SoundCloud for for this uh this episode so people can see what it looks like because they shoot it in broad daylight this te- mm. and it's a terrible full body Tyrannosaurus mm. Rex costume oh my gosh but there are when he is when he's in that mode, yes, he's full animal brain. But there's other okay. times when the, the, he just has raptor arms or dinosaur, well, T Rex arms, and when he has, so he, he basically he can sometimes just arms. He can sometimes go half raptor, right? And when he does half raptor, it's just the arms that are dinosaur, and he still has the strength, the, the increased strength and stuff but he can control himself a little bit more. So he's basically wait, two wait, times... Wait, wait a second. Wait. <laughs> so he's like a man with yes. raptor arms. Yes, he's a man. He has sort of green skin. Like they, I guess they apply some like dark green makeup to him when he's in half raptor mode. And he, But he has his arms... Okay. And it's weird because it's like, it's clearly like when, when they show him in the full body... T-Rex costume at the end, his arms are different than they are when he's in half raptor mode. So they clearly just, you know, had these prop dinosaur arm coverings <laughs> for half raptor mode, and then they had the full T-Rex costume for full raptor mode. Oh my. Okay. All right. So yeah. So when he's in full raptor mode, he doesn't have control of his, his full animal brain, and when he's half raptor mode, he's mostly human brain. <laughs> and I think I think that covered all all of the main points that you hit. Do you have any questions now? Before I just do uh, just a few random random moments that I want to hit. Well, I'm I'm just gonna go on a limb and say that he defeats the ninjas and saves the world from oh, becoming yes. addicted All to right. this super cocaine. Yeah, he he is able to uh, to take out the ninjas, um, and uh, and his girl does get injured, and that's why she's in the hospital in, in the next part. But she does pull through, um, and. And then the last shot is just them in, in, in the woods. So they go from the hospital, <laughs> then they're back the in the woods. woods. And they're standing outside. Uh, uh, um, there's this autumn, There's this like old school car, muscle car, oh. and that has not shown up in any other part of the movie. He just has a car now. And uh, they're just standing outside of it, like hugging. And then I f- they say some kind of bullshit, but then it's, then it's just over. So, wow, that's how it ends. So, and there's this other, God, I almost don't want to go through this. 
because like there's there's one there's a montage scene where he gets where he's getting to know the young lady oh right there's a montage uh where there's um or wait sorry there's there's two montages one of which they just i think they just forgot to put the music in (laughs) and i don't know now here's the thing i didn't pay to watch this this is available for rent or purchase uh, through the normal, you know, Amazon, YouTube. But someone actually uploaded it to YouTube as well, like an uh, illicit version. So I definitely am glad that I didn't pay to watch this. Uh, the full movie yeah, on YouTube. You should feel good about that. You can pull, yeah, you can pull it up. It looks like it was uploaded um, earlier this summer, actually. Um, so thanks for that. I was thankful for that. So I don't know if it's just that this particular version is like maybe an earlier edit that didn't slot the music into this scene, but there's no music in the scene. Um, and then the scene just after that, they're they're in the woods, of course, and there's a boom mic very visible in the shot. I don't know. That's I mean, with something like this, you expect to see a boom mic or two. So that's I'm not even that mad about that. Um, there's. Oh God! Now, as I'm going through these notes, there's stuff that I had forgotten, and now I'm just remembering. And I just <sighs> all right. confused, angry. So I'm I'm not even going to hit all of these because it's honestly life's too short. But <laughs> there is a, there's a flashback scene with uh, so at one point he t- he tells his mentor priest about his powers. And the guy's like, okay, well, we should, uh, you should get an exorcism, right? Because this isn't, oh, you know, no, that's okay. That's which the is the most, which is like one of the sort of sensible things in this plot. He's like, no, you're not, you're not, you don't turn into a dinosaur. You, you just have this like a demon. Um, let's, let's <laughs> just get, have a demon inside of you. Yeah, <laughs> let's just get this exorcism going. And we'll be fine. So that, see, that one moment, that sort of makes sense within the context of the narrative, right? They're priests. They know about exorcism. They believe in it. Okay, it's just an exorcism. But then they undercut it, as they do every other thing in this movie. They undercut it by going to some sort of like voodoo, voodoo oh Dave Navarro. Like, voodoo? He looks like, he looks, I mean, Dave Navarro already kind of looks voodoo-ish, but this guy looks extra voodoo version of Dave Navarro. So oh, he man. tries, but before the exorcism starts, I and I'm pretty sure this is when this scene happens. I'm not entirely sure, but the the mentor priest has a flashback to his time in Vietnam. So he's an older older priest, and I guess he served in Vietnam before uh, joining the uh, the priesthood. And it's just him, and again, so now the forest comes back into play. Mm. This is a forest quadrupling as a different location. It's fucking forest. Yeah, and so he's out there with, with like four other guys, and they so clearly didn't have the budget for like fatigues. So it's just like on on shoot day they're just like yeah we're something with fatigues but then whatever else so it's guys in like a fat- most of them have like a fatigues vest and no undershirt <laughs> no and then undershirts. and just blue jeans <sighs> and they're supposed to be this is him in vietnam and to make him look younger because this actor is sort of an older guy they just put a wig on him like a blonde wig 
Oh, and then, gosh. Okay, and so he has, he's talking to his buddy in the forest, the forest of Vietnam, <laughs> the, the temp, very temperate forest. This looks this, suspicious. This is so ridiculous. No, it's you're gonna love this part. So he's talking to his buddy, and he he pulls out uh, this photo. The priest dude pulls out a photo. He's like, "This is my sweetheart back home. I'm fighting for her. her name's Adeline." And the the guy takes a look at the photo. He's like, "Yeah, she's really cute." He's like, "You know what? When you get back, and, and this is me quoting. I wrote this down. This is exactly how it says he says it. All right. Oh he's man, like, yeah, man, yeah, man. When you when you get back, I want you to I want you to settle down. I want you to have five kids, eleven kids, <laughs> and I want you to spend fifteen minutes a day with with each of them." And I want you to name one of them after me. Oh my Ali. gosh. Okay? Oh my gosh. That's exactly how he says it. This cannot be. He says, I want you to have five kids. Be real. <laughs> I want you to have five kids, eleven kids, and I want you to spend fifteen minutes a day. This is such this now this enters into the realm of the bizarre. <laughs> five kids. No someone, eleven kids. No, but he doesn't even say no eleven kids. He says five kids. Silence. Eleven kids, and the, and I want you to spend fifteen minutes a day with each of them. Oh man! Which I don't know. Like, if you have to work out some sort of like schedule, I mean, eleven kids is a lot. Yeah, fifteen minutes a day, and one of them. I mean, I guess at that point, if you, once you have eleven, you might as well start naming them. You're gonna you're gonna run out of names. I mean, that's, that's true. Know. You might as well name them after this lunatic that you served with. Yeah, I don't see the problem with that. That makes sense. You can do that. Oh, I wrote this down. What this guy looks like? Okay, oh, so this man. older mentor, <laughs> the mentor guy, looks like I wrote down that he looks like a broke Larry David. Oh, and actually, when he has this wig on, he kind of looks like Buck Dancer <laughs> when Larry was hiding from yes. the pot with that fake with that wig, and the fake mustache. I did like that costume. <laughs> he looks like that. Holy shit. Oh. This is like ah. And at one point oh. and I'm not even going to get into like there's a subplot with the Doug's brother. Like his yeah, he it turns out he has this brother that his parents ignored and that so he he's working for the ninja gang, the Christian <laughs> ninja gang. What? And he has this grudge against Doug and Doug winds up killing him in the final fight. Oh, I'm man. not even going to get into that. Because that that is clearly just that's clearly something they threw in at the end. Because again, they're like, "God, we shot all this shit, and we're only up to forty five minutes." All right, well, Damn. oh, what if he had a brother that wasn't in this whole movie until the end? <laughs> hey, if you like it, I love it. Action. Wait, what? No, I just suggested. I said action. <laughs> what if he had okay. a brother? Oh, I'm the brother. I said action. I'm the... Fight, Doug. <laughs> Doug. <laughs> Here's something I here's what I wanted to do. Yeah, I do want to here's the thing. Here's the thing with this. At one point in the middle, they and I think there's a second montage where they they play a song over it. Like so they play like a full like uh like indie rock song. Hmm, okay. And the song is actually kind of catchy. It's like sort of basic indie rock. Uh and I think maybe this is the montage where they're falling in love or whatever. Or it might be a training montage. I don't know. I don't care. But but as I was watching it, 
they cut they flat they cut back to like earlier times in the movie, like him reminiscing about his you know him saving this girl's life, etc. Uh, and I was like, you know what? If you like, I was it was reminded of I don't know if you've seen the music video for um, TV on the radio's Wolf Like Me. Uh, I don't think so. It's, it's from like ten years. I mean, from like ten years ago, or maybe even longer. But I mean, it's it's I think my favorite TV on the radio song. It's a great song, and the music video for it is sort of like a mock. It's a sort of shot in the style of like a like a mock '30s horror film where a guy turns into a werewolf and starts running rampage. And I was like, you know what? Like that, if they added this, if this was just like a premise for like an indie rock music video, like in condensed, if they condensed it down to like a four, three or four minute, just like silly indie rock, New York indie rock band where, oh, it's a velocipaster or a velocipaster. The guy turns into a velociraptor and he saves a girl, saves the girl, fights the ninjas. Ah, that would be, you know, they would be sort of like silly, like in the vein of like, um, fuck, I don't know. Like, I feel like the Strokes did some, sometimes they would do a silly video, you know? Yeah, like that would work. Okay. That would, that would almost be. I'm like, who used to have like 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 a fighters video? They used to have some funny videos. Yes. Perfect. Even yeah. better. Yeah. Like a Foo Fighters silly video. Then it would have the potential to be something great. Like really cool idea. Or, or, silly, cool idea. Funny. A guy, a minister who turns into a raptor. Great. Uh, condense it. He gets the girl, fights the ninjas, and <laughs> saves the day. And he wears a cool leather jacket. Awesome. Fights his brother. Defeats his brother yes. in battle as well. His brother shows up, or like a beat, like an old school Beastie Boys. They used oh, to do silly, yeah. That's, silly yeah. shit like this. If that, but stretching it out to seventy minutes, where you have to have all these scenes, and I swear to God, like again, like f- half of the movie is just padding of them, like laughing there's also there's a lot of screaming and there's a lot of maniacal laughter <laughs> in this and the laughing the scenes go on for like three minutes Who, who's I know who's laughing very long. The, the the ninjas i mean he's the ninjas are laughing when they're talking about their plan <laughs> he's laughing when he meets the girl his parents are laughing in a flashback where he's at they're just at a dinner table and the parents are just laughing that goes on for three minutes. I know three minutes doesn't seem long, but just sit and think about laughing hysterically for three minutes. One, yeah, three minutes is a and long And then time cut, to, cut to the forest again. <laughs> and something happens in the forest. <laughs> this fucking forest. So, yeah. So that, I mean, we, we can wrap up that because, I, and I have more notes. This guy who wears an eye patch, and he's wearing an eye patch wrong at some point. What do you mean wrong? The mentor dude is—he he has glasses, and he's wearing the eye patch over the glasses lens, not under it. Interesting. Like you put—he put the glasses on and then the eye patch, as opposed to if you have an eye injury, usually you would wear the eye patch, put that on, and then put the glasses on. Yeah. So they—I mean, come on. So and then there's a there's a part with it. I wrote down that the at the very last fight fight scene, the T Rex starts doing roll attacks. The T Rex starts doing kung fu. What? He tries to do a roll attack. You know, I mean, I know you know know about familiar about these roll attacks. But did you say he was doing kung fu? 
I mean, as much kung fu as you could do in a big, bulky oh T Rex suit. This is ridiculous. Why would I even have sort to of do like, that? Sort of like a mascot. It's like a mascot outfit, you know, at, that you might see at like yeah, a this like exactly Disney World or a college football game. Yeah, it's like that. So, I mean, all the the way that manifests is just him sort of jumping around and waving his arms and then rolling to the ground and rolling. But then the tail gets in the way, so he can't really roll that much. <laughs> Got to learn how to control that tail and the roll. <laughs> so, I don't know. Do you have any other questions about this? Because um, now I feel drained. Would you I recommend do. it? Hell no. <laughs> Never. I mean, I, I would. Would I recommend Kill a Season before this? I don't know. No, I probably wouldn't recommend Kill a Season to anyone who's like doesn't. I mean, I watched it with some college friends, and we've watched it a number of times. But we have, you know, over time we developed a very particular. I mean, have you seen Kill a Season all the way through? No. Yeah, exactly. So we can watch it all the way through because we developed. I, I don't, for whatever reason, it just hit. I don't. I don't even know why we've watched it so, so many times. I mean, it is funny to make fun of, and I guess tell you what: if you were with a, if you were with people, not even just one other people, if you were in a group, yeah, and watching this just to make fun of it, okay, you'd have to have at then least it could four, be enjoyable. Then I think it would, it would actually be enjoyable because as I'm thinking about it, that's how we enjoyed Kill a Season. It's just constantly making fun of it throughout the whole thing. All right, like I had to watch. I had to watch this by myself. And that's why I was getting so mad, I think. Because I, I was just typing jokes into my notes app in and, and commentary and comments that I, that I noted. But I couldn't really, you know, I had to save them for this. Like, this has been enjoyable, talking about it. In a way. It's been draining, too. But, well, but at least it, it feels like I'm getting it off my chest right, in a way that yeah, I, that I wasn't at when I was watching it on my own. So I would never recommend watch, watching it on your own. With a group, sure. Okay. Deal. I will make sure. Um, okay. So next time we hang out, that it, yeah, I'll, it'll be. <laughs> I'll have it queued up, ready, ready to go. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I it, yeah I want to see on the big your big TV. <laughs> make sure the audio is good. Make sure you have the yeah. Actually, make sure you have the remote handy because you're going to be adjusting the audio a lot. <laughs> Oh, no, that's enough to make me not want to watch it. <laughs> it's free on YouTube. Mm, yeah. Although, the, I mean, the creator could probably, if he catches wind of it, he could send a takedown notice. He could get it taken down, probably. But maybe he just wants the publicity. I mean, uh, and I was looking through this. The, there is a Wikipedia entry on it. And it's sort of like reading through it. It's pretty short. It sort of makes him seem like a like a pretty easygoing, fun guy. He went to art school, so you know. But as I was re- reading through, scrolling through this Wikipedia article, I I saw the sub the the topic heading sequel, and I was like, oh hell no! Yeah, that, that if they get funding for a sequel, if, if this if this gets funding for a sequel, it's, I'm like, it's, I'm going to say fuck it and go to dentistry school. <laughs> And give up this entertainment shit altogether because there is no hope. Um, but it says it says Brendan Steer wants to do a sequel to the movie as he believes the world of Velocipaster is quote so permissible and fun. I have no idea what he means by so permissible. permissible. But moving, moving along, 
Brendan Steer, Brendan Steer shared a sneak peek at the script on Twitter. First making, okay, then there's typos in this. First making, there's typos in the fucking, first making the announcing that a sequel, it's a first making the announcing that a sequel script has officially been first written. First making and the announcing. <laughs> I love it. I'm not even going to finish the sentence. It. Fuck it. They, he doesn't have the funding. Uh, yeah, thank God. He's going to pull it together. Don't worry. Yeah. You, you'll be invited uh, you, to the world premiere. Well, apparently, to get this made... Oh, this is another funny part. They, they tried a, a Kickstarter, and they tried another thing, which uh, is called Seed and Spark, which Seed I haven't even heard of. Spark? Which I believe is another crowdfunding thing. Hmm. But neither of them was successful. And then it says the film received funding from a private investor that the mother of Steer's friend knew. So, <laughs> so it's his, it's this guy's friend, the his mom, this guy's friend's mom friend. yeah. knew somebody who donated, who gave them $35,000 to film this. Man. And I, I, mm. I mean, at least 2,000 of that had to be spent on this leather jacket. You've got to find that friend. I, <laughs> <laughs> I should track him down. Yeah. That would be great. I mean, watch that be like, I don't know, fucking Mike Bloomberg or something. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. I mean, the way this year is going, I would not be surprised. Anything is possible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's wrap up. Do you have any closing thoughts? No, I'm definitely like I didn't want to see it before. Now I definitely don't want to see it. <laughs> Do not see it alone. I just won't see Maybe it ever. Surprised. Okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, eat something green. Yeah, eat, eat something green. <laughs> Stay away from <laughs> philosopher bastard. Don't. I mean, I guess if this movie has taught us anything, it's stay away from the forest. Only bad things will happen there. Yeah, get out of the forest, get back in the city, huddle in your apartment, and watch better shit. <laughs> and drink and make sure you're drinking enough water. This is podcast. We out, and that's what happened. Ooh. <laughs>